I'm Yvette Mayer and this is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a corporate dropout with a 30-year background in marketing and advertising who, after a breast cancer-style wake-up call, realized I felt stuck and drained and longed to feel lit up and liberated. Forward to today and I am living that reality. I'm an online intuitive business coach with a multi-six-figure business living as a digital nomad and supporting my clients, my students and you to grow online businesses that are profitable, scalable and impact driven. If you're ready to feel lit up and liberated as you claim your place as a digital CEO, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. This week I am bringing you a solo episode and I wanted to share my perspective on building a freedom-based business as well as give you a bit of an update on my travels and not just in terms of where I am, spoiler alert, Bali, but also the process that enabled me and allowed me to step into this life where I am largely location independent and able to navigate my schedule and the way that I work so that I serve more people while I do it. And I thought I'd start off by asking you, what does freedom mean to you? And to elaborate on that, acknowledge that it's very different based on your responsibilities and the needs of the life you've created in terms of whether you have children or not and further to that, how you've structured your business, whether freedom to you is more about location, is it more about time, is it freedom around who you're working with, what you're working on, is it financial freedom, is it the freedom of not having a boss telling you what to do. So there's all types of freedom, right? And so even if you have a lot more responsibilities than I do, and I'm going to get into what mine are, that that, that doesn't stop you from desiring more freedom and the way that that is manifested, shall we, shall we say, is really what freedom means to you. So I wanted to start you there, just having a think about how important is freedom as a value for you? Like, is it a core value or is it a nice to have? And the type of freedom that lights you up and makes you feel liberated. Because whatever that looks like for you is a signpost towards the type of business that is going to work to align you into that as a value. So if you don't value freedom, which is highly unlikely if you're listening to this podcast, maybe there's less in this episode for you. But I don't know, maybe you're just curious about how I've grown and expanded my business in a way that allows me to be sitting here right now in a beautiful villa with a private pool in Bali and be located here for six weeks. So it's lots of fun, lots of exciting things to talk about and 
I, you know, I, I would start with how this has worked for me and then I'm going to leave you with three tips to create a more freedom-based business at the end. But for me, I dreamed of location freedom my entire life, really. I've just got an incredible desire for experiences and wanderlusting in terms of different cultures, living in different environments so that I actually integrate into that environment versus visit. And I've had this this within me from I I, I want to think back to when I first started in my corporate career. Definitely my early 20s, I can I can even remember having that envy of other people that seem to be so free and and to me I often associated freedom with travel. So I know I travelled extensively when I was 21. I did a trip around Europe uh, with a good friend and it's when you're on those adventures that you observe others that are living differently and so I think that you know that wanderluster part of my personality was really activated but back then there wasn't the incredible infrastructure tech wise that we have today so you know whilst I loved traveling I I more associated it with well I need to have financial freedom so I can afford to do this as much as possible and yes I did appreciate that having your own business would potentially enable you to travel more because you wouldn't be required to put your annual leave in for your four weeks or whatever that looks like wherever you live but that was probably the extent of my thoughts on the matter. I did however even back then have an entrepreneurial part of my persona shall we say to the extent that in my early 20s I went off to the community college and studied in person how to launch a small business. Isn't that interesting all these years later that that this part of me was active so long ago? Although I will share that what I discovered doing that particular course put me off. It actually put me off. I, I kid you not, going to that college program, they literally shared stat after stat around the number of small businesses that fail and literally discouraged us. I mean, they taught us how to do all of the um, financial due diligence to understand the opportunity space and, you know, into the marketing and the fact that if you don't have your marketing, you know, really clear and strategically planned and activated that you're even less likely to succeed. But that was the overarching takeaway for me. It was don't do it. 
don't do it, it's too risky, stay safe in your corporate job, which is just freaking so untrue and so unfair to, you know, put you, you invest in something like that and you want to take a step towards your dreams and desires and to be in that environment. And I'm like, we're talking 30 years ago, mind you, and to be discouraged. I'm like, looking back, I'm like, how dare they do that? Because I know myself and how I operate and I have proven this to be true. I would have, I would have succeeded. I honestly believe I would have succeeded and my life would have been incredibly different had I gone down that path back then. Anyway, I digress. Let's get back to the topic at hand, which is more about freedom. So in my late 20s, I then decided to take a break from my corporate career that I'd been in for 10 years by then. I'd risen to a really senior level. I had a lot of responsibility and I was stressed out of my mind, partying and just in all sorts, actually, like kind of mini nervous breakdown territory. And I, at that point, decided to take time out and to go traveling and rethink my career potentially. And that was when I actually did start to see people who were living these incredible lives, or that's how they, that's how I interpreted it. Particularly on that, on those travels, I spent a long time, two months in Thailand. And there were so many, like people of all ages who And it was less about running a business, although that was definitely happening, and more people that had just taken that decision to sell everything and live very frugally as a backpacker. And again, I wasn't like ready to jump into that camp, but I certainly lusted after the lifestyle and I think at that point on I was also in a in a place of doing vision boards and there was always images of travel as as basically the heart the heart of my vision board along with actually attractive men with incredible physiques who I was hoping to manifest and that did not happen that didn't happen so At 40, when I was just post-breast cancer treatment, the next step was going to New York and getting a transfer with my business. And then at that point, I was starting to think about beyond corporate because I had had that wake-up call, a wake-up call in the shape of breast cancer, which definitely was, well, I'm actually quite grateful in retrospect that it woke me up to the fact that I was really longing for more passion in what I was doing, more purpose, and also to have more freedom. And that's when I really started to grow as a human and invest into skills and just invest more of my, how would I frame this up? Just invest more of my belief into what was possible for me. So I'm in my 40s. I am working around the clock in my corporate career, but I'm really passionately lusting after more freedom to work remotely. And by then, yep, tech's caught up and there are people living all around the world, uh, running businesses online, laptop lifestyle, will and truly a thing by then. And so I knew that I was both 
able to live a more freedom-based lifestyle responsibility-wise because single, no kids, as well as more able than ever before to create an abundant business that would mean that I wasn't trading an incredible lifestyle that I'd built over my 30-year-long career necessarily for the freedom that I craved in terms of location freedom. And over time, you know, it became became more and more evident that because of the way that my life has unfolded, that freedom is right up there as my number one value. And it does differ if we're thinking about the way I work versus my personal life because family is very, very much number one from a personal perspective, but freedom is, is number two and number one if you think about the way I work because I not only crave location freedom but I want all the freedom. I want time freedom. I want the freedom of what I work on and who I work with. I want financial freedom and I want freedom from reporting through to a boss of any kind. So, you know, there's flexibility, I would say, is part of it, but it's all of the freedoms. And so that's been hugely fundamental in the way that my business has been developed over the last three years. Now, three years ago, I did not know what I'd be doing now. I, I you know, I knew that I had passions and skills to monetize, but I didn't specifically know how that would how I would navigate that and what I'd actually be doing today. And it's amazing when you consider that, right? Like this time three years ago, I did not have a coaching business. I was selling doTERRA essential oils and at the beginning of thinking, wow, there's so much more opportunity in front of me and I have so much value to bring the world from a perspective of, all of my life experience and the training and the skills, like extensive. And I still didn't know exactly the direction to take that in, but I knew enough. I knew enough. I mean, I part of the reason that I decided to become a doTERRA distributor was because I craved this level of freedom and flexibility. It turned out to be a vehicle towards that, but not the vehicle which is definitely intuitive business coaching. I mean, you know this. If you're a regular listener or even a new listener, this is my truth. This is what I love. This is when I think about what I want to be doing and who I want to work with. I'm doing it. I'm absolutely doing it now. And in fact, I do have a level of freedom now that I only dreamed of three years ago. I absolutely am living a life of location freedom I have so much more time freedom than I had even one year ago in my business. I absolutely have more and more alignment around exactly what I do when I'm working and specifically who I work with. That's changed a lot over the last few years. I have so much financial freedom. That is not all strictly because of my business. It's also from life choices that I've made. And of course, I have no boss. Although sometimes I like to think that my clients are my bosses. But I, you know, it it's it's wild. It's absolutely wild the level of freedom I've created for myself. And 
just sitting here talking about it brings up all the gratitude for this crazy, incredible journey that I'm on. And it is the journey. Like it's about loving what I'm doing right now and sitting here looking out at my private pool, appreciating everything that I've done to this point to create this level of freedom. And like I said at the beginning, freedom is likely to mean something very different to you. Um, It's also likely to be at least one of the things that I've talked about from a location, time, who, what, finances, etc. But it is absolutely going to bring up desire in you around choice. Freedom is choice. Freedom is being able to say, hell yes, I want to do that and actually doing it. It's so good. So let's talk about what's been mission critical in terms of me creating this level of freedom that is true for you for, for, or at least for most of the types of freedom that you are going to want. So I wanted to give you three specifics around tips for you to activate more freedom in your business, but then I'm going to finish with some other like absolute must-dos as well. So the first thing I would say is the more your business operates online, and is service-based, the more freedom you're going to have. When you're able to be anywhere, for starters, yes, that's location freedom, but it's also saving you time. There's no commute. It's more economical when you're not running a business where you have to rent space, that sort of thing. It, It actually is very much of an unlocker if you migrate, optimize more of your business to be delivered online. And it's true that a service-based business in general creates more freedom than a product-based business. Although I think with drop shipping, that's an exception. That's a completely different topic. topic. Uh, but I would say in my field, especially that me moving from doing things like consulting and running trainings in person, which I used to do three years ago, to only offering online is absolutely fundamental. Number two is, of course, it goes without saying that you need really epic Wi-Fi connection. Like it is the great enabler and it is also the biggest stress that I can encounter as I'm living this type of freedom life. When I have challenges on the Wi-Fi front, I mean, this happened last week. I was doing so well. I was on my second mastermind group coaching call for the day. I'd had perfect Wi-Fi connection in call one, like absolutely didn't miss a beat, went into the second call. We were an hour in and I still hadn't missed a beat. And then suddenly the power went out, the power, not the Wi-Fi, but the power obviously meant that the Wi-Fi went out. And that was stressful. Like I'm actually now thinking, okay, how do I navigate that better in future? And considering buying myself a 
what do you call them? Uh, not a modem, a, you know, a portable Wi-Fi system. Dongle. Dongle is the word I'm looking for. Or even a cheapy phone with a data plan attached to it so I have something else that I can leverage because my phone reception, I tried to hotspot immediately and it just it didn't work. So my data plan, which is an Australian-based data plan, wasn't the solution in that scenario. So this is the kind of thing that will come up at least when you're thinking about travel out alongside your business. Wi-Fi, you know, you've got to invest into having options because otherwise it can get really stressful. The other thing is to set up your business so that there is less time actually live with clients and more in my in, in what I would what I would deem more scalable impact delivered through the way that you do your online services. So how this has looked for me is once I recognized that I was on the journey to having more freedom in my business model, I also considered the offers that I had and how I could shift that up to create more space. So what that meant for me was reducing the amount of one-on-one -on -one clients that I have sessions with and significantly increasing the way that I leverage digital products to activate more group-based programs like my masterminds, as well as online learnings like my Digital Product Academy course and that continues to be something that evolves. I'm about to run a workshop this week, which is all online with an unlimited kind of audience. And over time, this is going to only expand. I have absolutely not walked away from one-on-one. -on -one. I, I, Gosh, I love working with clients one-on-one. -on -one. I just knew that for me to not just be traveling, but also in my work, less hours because you don't just want to be in a different location but working all the hours and not enjoying it that I needed to optimize towards more digital more online offerings more scalable impact which by the way has also allowed me to create more financial abundance and that supports this lifestyle as well so they're, they're kind of the three things that I would talk about in the beginning like having an online business investing into having that tech set up Wi-Fi in particular, as well as really thinking about the types of offers you have. But there are other things to think about as well. So financial considerations is a big one. Like, And I'm not just talking about financial freedom here. I'm talking about the responsibilities you have and how that impacts the type of freedom that you activate as well. Uh, from a location freedom perspective, there's so much to consider. You know, I do have clients with kids that are living as nomads, traveling around the world, but that, you know, that comes with a set of decisions around taking them out of school and things like that. You also have to think about, is it going to be more expensive to go traveling or is it going to 
be neg- neutral or even more cost effective. Like living in Bali, not that I'm doing that now, this is a six week trip that I'm on, but longer term, if I decided to relocate to Bali, that would actually be a financially positive decision. It's the cost of living here is so low. And so that's the kind of thing that you can also start to play with. Uh, then there are things like, do you have pets? I personally, if you've listened to my, my podcast before, you know I have a beautiful puppy, Chili Sparkles, and I can't relocate overseas right now because of her. And that has really impacted the way that my living as a nomad has unfolded as well. So rather than global digital nomading, last year I spent nine months traveling around Australia so that we could be together. And right now I'm in Bali for six weeks when actually I would be quite happy here for a few months because I don't want to be away from her. And and there's other family reasons for a shorter trip this time as well. That may, you know, and will change over time. But of course, we do have our responsibilities. Then there's, do you have a mortgage? Do you want to uh, release your house out? Is there an Airbnb option? All sorts of things like that. So I've gone through all of these decisions myself. Uh, and for me, when I first decided to become a digital nomad, it was more of a trial run, I guess. Like I, I planned to do it for six months in the beginning or six to 12 months. And so I moved out of the house that I owned with the bank and put it on Airbnb and set off around Australia, having no clue that by six months into that trip, I would have made the decision that actually I felt certain that I didn't need to have this home base anymore and that I was quite happy considering home to be wherever I was. But I I wouldn't have known that before I set off and I didn't know that before I set off. So there's also things that evolve and decisions that change over time. Um, But it was, you know, it was very, it was kind of cost neutral actually putting my house on Airbnb because the money that I was bringing in was covering my mortgage and then some. That being said, I did invest a bit more into some of my Airbnb accommodation as we travelled, so it didn't end up neutral. It did It did actually cost negative is the way I would frame that up. But you can see how I was able to make that work. The decision to sell my house was oh my goodness, like such a big thing. I never realized that I would have a level of confidence in myself and ability to retain wealth without having that like safety of my own house. But I do have property that I part own and just the way that the market was, I decided, you know what, now is a really good time to sell. And it has given me so much more freedom than I felt a year ago. But, you know, that's a very personal thing as well. So lots to lots to consider in there. And it's very different if your freedom is more around simply flexibility of hours or simply not reporting into anyone, having more freedom around the decision of who and what to work on. All of these things are are just as important 
but they come with a different level of decision making. But it all comes with fear, absolutely. Like there are going to be decisions you make that are really hard. You're going to feel incredible resistance along the way because you have to say no to things to create the space for freedom, 100%. Like some of the biggest decisions I've had to make along the way are, God, there's been so many, but some of them include a decision to not work in person. Now that was that was very easy to make actually because of COVID. So I was forced into that and yay, I realized that I no longer needed to offer in person. But it was it still felt like, oh my goodness. And I lost in the short term, I lost a lot of cash flow because of uh that COVID situation that COVID situation but you know what I mean like I had in-person consulting gigs booked in that went away overnight and now I look back and I'm like well I'm glad that happened because I learned how to be resourceful and only operate online and now I don't offer that anymore I made some decisions around the types of coaching that I offer and that was because I wanted to focus on what I love doing what lights me up and it's coaching business owners but that was really scary because I said goodbye to so many other types of opportunities that I was getting on the regular at that moment in time I also along the way decided to focus on supporting female business owners goodbye to half of the possible people I could work with you know what I mean like all of these decisions are hard The decision to move out of my house and go on the road with my dog last year, that felt huge and now it feels kind of small compared to the decision to sell my house. But every decision I've made has had a a huge level of risk and far out am I glad that I am a resilient human who has a level of faith and trust in myself because every decision I've made has been a stepping stone towards me sitting here sharing with you my journey to being in Bali Uh, in this way. And wow. Wow. Right. And this is all available to you. But I did want to finish up by saying you have to have a vision for what you really want around this freedom we're talking about, but anything and be prepared that it's going to be very uncomfortable at times along the path. But the flip side is you get to have everything you want and it's magical. It is magical and it's so worth it. So do the hard thing, make the hard decisions, be prepared to suffer the consequences, which means bumpy times in your business along the way, but trust yourself and have faith because if you keep going and if you have a level of resilience, you work on your mindset, trust yourself, believe in yourself, you can have everything you desire. Hope you've enjoyed this one. Have an awesome week and I'll be back again with you soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. And if you appreciate me, why not jump on into iTunes and leave me a review? Five star would be nice. Share it on social media. I can't wait to get to know you. Jump into my DM on the gram anytime at Yvette Mayer underscore. Other than that, there's a boatload of info in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon. Bye for now.